0: Well, on this edition of MSU Today, we're going to talk about gastroenterology and a brand-new practice from MSU Healthcare to treat GI diseases. And to do that, we have three people with us from MSU Healthcare, Dr. Catherine Kirshen, Dr. Lisa Lapaine, and Maria Reed, Physician's Assistant. And Catherine, why don't we start with you? Just tell a little about your background and your expertise and what people you would like our listeners to know about you
1: okay great i've been uh, working in gastroenterology for over 20 years i've been in the mid michigan area uh, at different practices i've actually worked for msu since 1999 um, and uh, msu healthcare uh, approached me about starting a practice here at msu in gastroenterology and we look forward to getting that practice up and running
0: And lisa how about you
2: so i've been in practice almost 20 years um, and I've worked with uh, Kathy and Maria for all of that time in some way, shape, or form. Um, I'm a graduate of MSU, College of Osteopathic Medicine, so it's nice to be back where I started.
0: And Maria, how about you?
3: I grew up in the East Lansing, Grand Ledge area, so I know this area well. I also have worked with Dr. LePayne and Dr. Kirshen, um since 2001. I... Uh, obtained my uh, undergraduate degree from michigan state and then went to pa school in uh, miami florida um, and i'm g- grateful to be back in the east lansing area um, working with these true great physicians um, to help bring and satisfy the needs of the east lansing community
0: so talk a little bit about why the new practice and you're coming together what's the what's the goal kind of the mission
3: The three of us all kind
2: of share the same philosophical goal about wanting a patient-centric community practice where we can take care of uh, the needs of all the people in the Lansing, East Lansing area, and some of the outlying areas. And I think all of us are interested in outreach, helping part of the community that doesn't have the best access to health care. In this day and age, nobody should be dying from something like colon cancer. So we really want to help the community and build a strong program.
0: Very consistent with that MSU land-grant mission, then, for sure. So let's talk about what is gastroenterology.
1: Well, gastroenterology is um, the specialty of digestive diseases. So we like to say we cover everything from the mouth down to the anus and uh, everything in between. Some of the most common things that we take care of would be colon disorders. So, colon cancer screening is something that keeps us busy. We also take care of inflammatory bowel diseases, irritable bowel syndrome. So, those are colon diseases. And then we take care of esophageal diseases like acid reflux, peptic ulcer disease. We also cover liver diseases, so, a wide variety of liver diseases, along with. Pancreas, gallbladder diseases. So, we have a wide spectrum of diseases that we care for. We also have a wide range of patients. So, we are adult gastroenterologists, so we see patients 18 years and older. But we have some diseases that affect young people, like irritable bowel syndrome and usually inflammatory bowel disease. And then some of the cancers that we deal with are usually in the older population. Some of the screening things we do are more in the older population. So we have a wide spectrum
2: of patients.
0: So who should see you? What symptoms would someone be experiencing to reach out?
2: So, The symptoms are um, really a wide range of symptoms. So you can have anything from abdominal pain, heartburn symptoms, diarrhea, constipation, bloating. And sometimes the symptoms are not so obvious and a lot of symptoms overlap. So you can have minor symptoms that can be a symptom of something more serious, something like Crohn's or colitis, or something like irritable bowel syndrome where you can have similar symptoms. Treatments are very different, though. And they can affect all ages, um, men and women.
0: Talk about how you treat this and what are some of the challenges in doing so.
3: Some of the challenges are environmental, what we eat Uh, the stressors we're under. We've all been through a lot of stress with COVID, and we try and treat our patients from a holistic approach, making sure that they're getting the right nutrition, making sure that they're getting their exercise every day, as well as all of the medication treatments that are available out there. We partner with Henry Ford, and we're hoping to bring a lot of research in in conjunction with MSU to provide things for our patients that might not be otherwise available.
0: Is diet the key contributing factor then for someone to get a
3: GI disease? It's,
0: it's not hereditary or is that part of it? Or mm-hmm. why, why would someone need to see you?
1: So because we cover a wide variety of diseases, every disease entity has a different etiology or risk factor or things that make it better or worse. So in some of our diseases... Diet and exercise and actually mental health make a difference on how well the patient is responding. And other things like colon cancer. Most colon cancers are sporadic. However, there is an increased risk if you have a family history. So right there, there can be a genetic link. Um, Some of the liver diseases that we cover have some genetic links. So we'd be more likely to screen patients for certain liver diseases such as hemochromatosis. But a lot of liver diseases are either due to risk factors, um, like hepatitis C. If you had a blood transfusion years ago, or if you're an IV drug user, that increases your risk. So we would, you know, look at those risk factors for patients. So it really depends on what disease we're talking about within the GI system.
0: And does most often someone starts with their primary care physician and they're referred to you, I would assume. Yeah, the
2: majority of people start out with their primary uh, care physicians. And then if it gets to a point where they've exhausted their evaluation, then they would refer uh, a patient to us. Um, and if they need a procedure, they would be referred to us as well.
0: And is there some exciting research happening or some new treatments on the horizon that have you excited about treating GI better?
1: Well, there's a couple of things. Um, In the liver world, there's a lot of research right now on fatty liver. And fatty liver is a a big issue in our society right now. It is linked with other diseases such as cardiovascular disease, diabetes, uh, obesity. So the liver disease can be linked with that. Um, So right now all we have is kind of lifestyle things to help treat it. But there is a lot of research right now going on about different medications that might help with fatty liver. So my anticipation would be in the next 10 years, we may have more treatment options for people with fatty liver. There's always research going on in a variety of diseases in gastroenterology. Inflammatory bowel disease always has something interesting and exciting that they're working on in the research realm. And hopefully again through our partnership with Henry Ford Hospital we'll be able to get involved in some of the clinical research
0: talk about the excitement of coming together and and doing what you love to do uh, under the auspices of MSU healthcare uh, to me this is this is a perfect union of the three of us because we
2: do know each other so well we know how we work philosophically We are very similar. How we treat our patients is very similar. So I think that we're going to be able to
0: bring a lot of really positive things to the community and to MSU. And you've all touched on it, but talk a little bit more about the philosophy of your practice and why you think you're the place where someone should come.
2: I think it's important that patients always feel that they're being heard. So I think a lot of patients are sort of tired of the cattle philosophy, that they're being herded in and out and they're not really listened to or paid attention to I think that's really important that when patients come in that they, that they are heard and that their concerns are heard and that they're taken seriously and that every patient knows that they're the most important patient at that time. I think that's really important.
0: Again, what would you like our listeners to know about GI diseases and, and how you can help them?
3: Well, I think one thing that we've seen over the last few years is an improvement in our treatment of hepatitis C previous, when I first started practice, the treatments for hepatitis C were um, very intense, and the success rate was only about 50%. Now, um, over the last several years, our treatment success rate is about 96%. So um, patients that may have had hepatitis C for the last 30, 40 years, or maybe don't even know they have hepatitis C, the cure rate is phenomenal right now. The treatments are much shorter in duration. The side effects are very minimal. So, people that years ago may have had hepatitis C, which progressed to cirrhosis um, and maybe even liver cancer, we don't have that anymore. And we would like to be able to have a hepatitis C clinic here in East Lansing at MSU to help those patients.
1: Um, I think we'd like patients to know that there are a wide variety of GI symptoms that they might be suffering with at home, and they don't realize that there's something that can be done about it. So, th- I would encourage Patients to talk to their primary care physicians, um, because a lot of times there's things that the primary care physician can do for them that will help alleviate it. But when they work with their primary care physician, if they find that they're still having issues, that's when they'll come to us and we'll work further to try to figure out what's going on. But what we don't want, particularly in this day of COVID, where people aren't asking for help as much for a variety of reasons, that they get back in with their doctors. And start talking to them about some of the things that are going on so that if they they need a specialist like us we're now here in the community and we can help work with them and work with their primary care physician to try to improve their symptoms
0: and can you elaborate a little bit more on those symptoms that
2: you know and again that's kind of a challenging question because depending on what the issue is you can have minor symptoms right like a little bit of belly discomfort or heartburn. People wake up in the middle of the night with acid issues, hard time swallowing, which could be something from minor t- from heartburn to esophageal cancer, uh, abdominal pain, which can be, again, from your rib cage all the way down, diarrhea, constipation. And like I said, a lot of these symptoms could be same symptom, different diagnosis. But I don't think any symptoms should be ignored, mm-hmm. right? So... Again, start with the PCP and then come to us if things don't get resolved.
1: An important part of the gastroenterology practice is that we do do endoscopy. So physicians, we spend a fair amount of time in endoscopy unit. Right now, we'll be working through McLaren Healthcare and uh, Genesis Surgery Center, which is off Jolly Road, and that is something that gets arranged through our practice with our schedulers, and we'll um, take care to make sure our patients are well cared for in those facilities.
0: So tell us how and where people can find you.
1: So our patients can find us at the Hanna Technical Research Center on Hagedorn. Uh, We are on the second floor and our phone number is 517-353-3102. We actually share a waiting room with the MSU Urology. So if they're familiar with that practice, they will find us.
0: And that's Hagedorn right there at Service Road. So, And the much more online, too, at healthcare.msu.edu. And my guests on MSU today talking about gastroenterology have been Dr. Catherine Kirshen, Dr. Lisa LaPayne, and Physician's Assistant Maria Reed. Thank you all for telling us about this, and best wishes in the new practice.
3: Thank you very Thank much. Thank you
0: very much. Have a I'm day. Russ White. This is MSU Today.